Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Becoming Brene. I'm Margo. And I'm Olivia. And we're really glad to be podcasting with you guys. While there has been a lot happening recently, there's a lot going on. We know we've been kind of MIA for a little while. Um, so I guess to talk about that for a little bit, we recorded the first episode of our podcast. We were super excited. And then, you know, life happened. We didn't record for a week. Then we went on spring break because um, we we're both college students. And then obviously we didn't end up going back to school because what we're going to talk about today, the coronavirus, COVID-19, this thing that's just changing everything in our world right now. It's been really, really crazy. Yeah, it has been. And before we like fully jump into that, can we just talk about how I'm so nervous to start up again? Like, it's silly. <laughs> nervous to start school? No, start this podcast again. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) It feels so weird. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, and I guess another important thing, Margo and I, have. you know, we've only recorded one podcast, but we are not podcasting together right now, which our first one was so fun to do together. So it just feels weird. Yeah, it completely changed like how we thought this podcast would be. We are recording like on a phone call and it's really odd and I haven't seen you in so long and I miss you a lot. Oh my gosh, it's it's, it's crazy. So I've counted at least for myself. I haven't left the house for anything like social. Obviously, I've ran to like grab food and a couple things, but I haven't been in a public space or with my friends for 16 days now. And I think you're about the same. Yeah, just about. It's oh my gosh. It's it's so out of my normal that I just don't know what to do with myself and I haven't like this filming this right now has brought back that normalcy but also feels so strange oh yeah I saw Margo yesterday she brought me a letter to my house and we social distance but she gave it to me and we just talked from across like across my driveway and I was talking to Margo and she legitimately was like having problems like speaking like a normal human I was, like, crying. I was so overwhelmed by, like, a human my age in person. Like, I just stared at your face for a little bit, like, being like, what? How is this person real? Is this real life? This isn't FaceTime. It was crazy. How quickly, like, we forget. (laughs) I can, like, lose that. Yeah, no one in my family is around my age. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I guess it's probably important to talk about us being in college, moving from that transition, and, like, what that's looked like for both of us. Um, Margo and I moved out. That was not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, right? Yeah. Yep. We moved out on a Sunday. So we go to Nebraska Wesleyan, and our college ended up saying that if you could move home, they would like us to. Um, And... There's only, I think, like maybe 50 students living on campus. I know a lot are like international students. Well, yeah. And what they actually, like originally they said, if you can move home, please do. And a lot of people moved out and there was a good amount staying on campus still. And then just last week they said, like, everyone needs to move out unless you have like extenuating circumstances and you have to prove it. So now it's mostly just exchange students. And that's the 50 Gotcha. campus still that makes more sense yeah it's really crazy so Margo and I moved out of our room um for myself I moved my stuff back home we had already been on spring break so like I had a lot of stuff here um but 
cleared everything out. We cleaned out our dorm. It was one of the weirdest. Morgan and I brought a Clorox wipe. Like, it was just a really strange, really strange time. Um, but, yeah, we are not living together currently. Um, I'm living at home, I guess. I'm the oldest of four kids. Um, my brother is just turned 17. My sister is 14. My youngest brother is 11. And then my parents. Um, so I am back living with my family, which is something I haven't done for the last, what, eight months. And for you too. Yeah. It's been really odd to transition and going back to like talking about moving out. It's definitely not how anyone expected to. And it just hit me really hard. That was a lot to do. I had a lot of stuff there that I didn't. Oh my gosh. Same. Like how much goes into making a place feel like home and that dorm truly felt like home for a long time um I also moved home Olivia and I are both from Lincoln so it was easy easier than a lot of people I know um I moved home and my I have three brothers my older brother is turning 26 soon so he's long out of the house and then I have a 12-year-old brother and a nine-year-old brother so both like a good five plus years away from me in age middle school and elementary school and my mom has a daycare so I've been around kids this whole time (laughs) oh and I guess another point to make is I I work in a nursery and I work at a food pantry and those have both been shut down so they've been shut down for like a week and a half now I think and bro is it been more I think about a week and a half about a week and a half yeah feels like forever though so so school shut down both my jobs are shut down and I've just been here we started school last week and I've been helping with my brother's schooling and then with the daycare kids schooling and just helping my mom with the littler kids too yeah, definitely. I know my, you were talking about work and I forgot to say, I work at um, like an ice cream and popcorn store in Lincoln and obviously food service, something that um, can't really go on as much. Uh, we definitely like, you know, a lot of like takeout places and things are open, but like obviously popcorn and ice cream is different than like meals and things like that. So we've been closed for probably about the same time that your work has like a week and a half um, just with a lot of events closing through colleges and stuff, you know, making less money. So just taking some time to be closed and just try to stop the spread of everything. But yeah, it's just this really new section of life, I guess. I don't know. Margo and I both talked um, a couple times and FaceTimed and just talked about how weird it is to feel as college students, you get so used to um, Margo and I lived in the same room and then two of our best friends Claire and Ella we love you both um (laughs) they lived like literally 10 steps across the hall right and went we went to see them all the time went to lunch and dinner with them like it's you're just used to living life with other people and so now you know being home and kind of feels like I'm in high school again but it also just feels like you know you kind of create a family and a group of people that you care about on your college campus and even if you aren't a student who lives on campus you get used to this idea of like going to class and being in clubs and like your life is not spent with um, people that aren't your age. Um, And it's definitely like a big growing time. So to be kind of like as freshmen, we're both freshmen, I guess that's important too. like being taken out of that in our first year just feels 
really, really strange. I can't imagine being um, a senior in high school, Mm -hmm. a senior in college in one of those like pivotal years. But even as someone who's not, I feel like it still just felt just crazy. I know everyone has their own circumstance. Obviously, Margaret and I are both really blessed to not be in um, a circumstance where like both of our parents have lost their job or know someone who's sick or anything like that. But I think it's important to remember that no matter what people are going through in this, like it's affecting everyone. Right. Somehow. Yeah. Being 10 steps away from our friends, we're also not having those like conversations that we're used to. I know like my mom is not a political talker. I don't talk politics with her. I don't talk about feelings. Like that's just not how my household is run. And I know that's different for everybody, but I've definitely, like, noticed the lack of those types of conversations and just, like, less stimulating um, moments constantly, and that's been really weird, too, and that, I think, correlates to when I saw you yesterday and Olivia and I started crying. I was like, humans that talk, (laughs) (laughs) not my seventh grade brother who's just like, (laughs) right, exactly. (laughs) There's just, like, you have different types of conversations with different people in your life and, like, the ones, some of the things that we talk about, my mom and I talk about a fair amount of things, but like, you know, I've been getting that more from like podcasts and reading, which is like not usually how I ingest my information. Um, I also don't see my professors who like, I love the things that they have to say and like talking to them and like, they become some of those big influences in your life too. And uh, I haven't been able to see any of them obviously. So that it's just weird, I think, for everyone. And I think it's really important to remember, too, like, I was talking to my mom, and she's like, you know, you guys have never dealt with anything like this, but neither have we, Mm -hmm. like, as your, as your parents, like, no one knows what to do. Right. Which is just weird. Which is so scary. And, like, the times are changing, everyone's changing, the community is changing so much so quickly. Definitely. And there's just, like, so many challenges that come with all of this, like, Um, I guess for you, probably an an important thing is like being uh, like in a home that has a daycare. Um, And I know we've both talked about having that. But like for me, um, my brother's immunocompromised um, just with some like illnesses that he's going through. Nothing super crazy. But like, you know, thinking about that idea of like if, you know, if someone brought sickness into our house, like what could what could that do? Um, There's I think it's kind of an interesting situation for both of us to be in. in Yeah. Definitely with the daycare being involved, it's been really scary a little bit because, you know, my mom's been on quarantine for about 20 days now. Like she's, she's been on it for a while and she, as much as she can do, has been away from people, but we can't control what daycare kids are doing outside of our home. So we can take every precaution and do everything right. And they could go out the next day and then come back to our house and ruin the whole system we have um and we've just like the steps that we've had to take is crazy like kids aren't allowed to bring toys from home they're not allowed to have their own blankets and you know kids are really attached to their blankets so it's just been a complete 180 for how we're functioning and also just worried about like we can't let the kids play together as much because they shouldn't be touching. Wow. I didn't even think of that. And like, you're in a daycare with close proximity and like kids want to play with each other. That's Well, like 
my mom had to send out a text and say, like, you need to talk to your kids. Don't let them, like, make sure they know they're not, like, not supposed to touch their face. Don't put your hands in your mouth. And they're kids. Like, it's a normal thing. And one of the parents texted her and she was like, my daughter has been starting to put her hands in her mouth. And my mom was like, she's like five months old. It's okay. Yeah, that's just so hard. Every parent's just going into uncharted territory and they don't know what to do. Yeah, I can't imagine like having a baby Mm -hmm. right now or getting married. Some of those like big circumstances. like Well, going into the hospital to have a baby right now. Not even just like having a newborn, but like giving birth right now. Weddings are canceled. Like everything is canceled. Everyone's completely, everything that people have had plans for years to do or like short plans, like everything's canceled. I'm not going to Kenya anymore, obviously. So yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how much like, we can all realize what's happened in our own lives. And, you know, I haven't seen my friends. Um, We haven't done some of those like normal things, but then I think about people that are in, like we were saying, like seniors in high school, getting married, like some of these big situations. And then I'm like, okay, I feel like this is bad for me, but you know, I don't have the coronavirus. I also am not in this huge transition place in my life. So like, I think for me, this has also been a time of, I've realized how blessed I am Mm -hmm. and how, good of a situation I have I'm able to come home to internet access and a good family and been able to get meals on the table like just feeling super blessed for like what I have to I feel like slowing down has made me realize some of the things that are more important yeah as well I know we were at the kitchen table the other day and my 17 year old brother kind of was sitting there and he was like you know, I feel like there's a lot of things that we think that are important. And then like the rug gets pulled out from under you and you realize, oh, yeah, like these things could go away in an instant. And the things that you're left with are your family and the people you care about and like your passions and, you know, how much time we invest into some of these things that when you really look at it, when something like this happens, like we think we have control over. And then within a day, Mm -hmm. two days, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a reality check. Uh Uh-huh. hundred percent. Big one. I feel like I know we wanted to talk about school too and what that's looked like with college. Mm -hmm. I think that's been a big reality check too of like um, feeling so grateful for the learning opportunities that we have and the school that we're at. And then I guess we wanted to talk about just some of the challenges that have come with like moving online and what that's looked like for each of our majors and our classes. If you want to talk about any of that. Yeah, a big thing I, I know I did was as professors and everyone I work with like get was getting their new syllabus out and so on, so on. I tried to email everyone, all of my professors, and just say thank you. Like, imagine the stress of having your class be completely torn away and having, I know all my professors did completely new syllabus, basically, and mm-hmm. completely rescheduled the class. And just all of my professors were extremely caring and have reiterated multiple times of being like I'm here for you I don't want to stress you out I'm stressed too just like very much there for you and recognizing that has been huge for me and just saying thank you is huge they are under so much stress and they are doing a great job at fix like fixing our stress like trying to help be helpful with that and not hurt that um classes have been interesting they mine specifically I know I'm 
very lucky have not been bad at all I I had a few one professor just scrapped the syllabus and do a paper and then all the other ones are more assignments weekly but they're not any more than the homework I'm used to having um like I'm used to having homework and then stuff due for the class but now it's just more just the homework it's just been um the main thing is getting online and getting everything figured out and where it is so we're not missing anything yeah definitely well and we're both like in humanities types of majors you're a social work political science double major um I'm an English major with like an education endorsement so like I think for us Yes, the discussion-based things have gone away, but with our major specifically, like, we haven't had to think about what does a science lab yeah. look like? What does yeah. teaching someone how to play an instrument look like? Um, I haven't had to deal with those things, and yeah. neither have you, and I feel really lucky yes. that I haven't, like, wasn't enrolled in any of those classes this semester. Um, I would say mine have been kind of similar. A lot of my professors have just changed to doing, like, discussion forums mm-hmm. on, we use Canvas, um, on Canvas, and doing... Um, those types of things. A lot of mine are, my classes like are English classes and education classes. So it's read the stuff outside of class and then come prepared to have discussions right. and you're graded on participation and um, like just the things that you say and our different responses and the different ways that professors have you respond to those things. But um, obviously we can't have in-class discussions. So I've mostly just been like doing the reading and then having to like digest that on my own, which has been different. Um, I'm still definitely like learning and ingesting stuff but some of those things that I hear from my classmates and my professors like just being able to like say something and then get feedback right away that's just not happening which has I wouldn't use the word stunted my learning but it's just made me really internalize it I Mm -hmm. guess and it's taken away some of that um group like group work um I know our college is also fairly small and a liberal arts college and very much emphasizes like working with others and the discussions that we have and like growing together and obviously that's a lot more difficult to do remotely yeah yeah and I know a lot of organizations are really working to try to get things back to a sense of normalcy with that and like doing zoom meetings to get people together there's like a coloring zoom meeting to do coloring pages and I think that's really cool just to keep people connected um going back to the thought like what you were talking about with being grateful and like the the rug getting pulled under you I have never felt more grateful to have homework in my life we had a yeah man (laughs) we had two weeks off with spring break and then the week to get to allow professors to redo their class and I was so bored. And I, I I, think I was talking to you about this yesterday, Olivia, with how I have been getting all my homework done too early, where I like needed something to do so bad. And everything that I've been doing like the past two weeks just like wasn't filling me up. I've been reading a lot, been watching a lot of Criminal Minds, been listening to go. a lot of podcasts, um, and just nothing was filling my time in a productive way with work being gone with right school being gone because during the summer I don't have school but I can go be with people I can go invest time into people and I work a lot and it felt like summer with nothing to do 
<laughs> and so now I'm like, can I have more homework? <laughs> like, give me some deadlines. Like, I'll do it. I've been doing my homework so early. Like, and I get to Wednesday and I don't have anything for the rest of the week. And I have never been so grateful for everything. <laughs> yeah, I crazy. actually need to be learning. Right. I know we were talking about like, you know, sometimes if, especially in humanities majors, like if you're doing readings and stuff, like you'll have so many readings to do that maybe you'll skim one of them. Like I've been in depth yeah. reading every single reading assignment for every single class. Yeah, like because I have nothing else to do. I guess for myself, it's been a little different for the reason with like how my family's structured and what that looks like um, in my home. I know I've I've had a fair amount of homework. You're in 18 credit hours though, yeah. so I'm shocked you don't have more. I have. Honestly. I I do have a lot. I've just been doing it all day. Yeah. What am I in? 16, 17? One of the two. Yeah. I think I think I'm in 16. I think you're in 16. I think I am. Wow. I love that I don't know that. Anyways. Um, you know that I'm an 18, but, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like I've just had a lot of readings and things like that is more where my time has gone. Just taking time to do um, to do those types of assignments. I've tried to block my schedule a little bit just with, obviously, you guys have a schedule with the daycare and how that's mm-hmm. run in your house that adds a little bit of normalcy into that. But for my family, um, my mom owns a cleaning business and my dad is an engineer, like a train engineer for the railroad. So he drives trains. So his schedule is, there is no schedule. And my mom obviously still has some like jobs that she goes, um, she'll go out and do. But for my siblings and I, it's mostly just been, what does that time look like? And for elementary students and Mm -hmm. I guess elementary, middle and high school students, that's, they have even less than we do and like less structure when they're used to having you know like a nine to three super structured day which they obviously don't have right now so I guess for my family we've tried to add a little bit of let's try to start school at 9 30 and we've set like a lunch time so we can all try and eat together um and then maybe do some stuff together throughout the day we've kind of had like nine to three to do your own thing I've added some like reading and bible studying wow (laughs) bible studying and like journaling into there for myself and then like doing some stuff around the house and then we've kind of implemented that eat dinner together and then like watch a movie we've watched so many movies (laughs) it's been crazy but I think the structure of how you put together your time is really interesting especially as college students now living in a household of non-college yeah. students obviously which is not the same we could do our homework together at 9 p.m and go to bed at two in the morning if we wanted to mm-hmm. and that happened too often <laughs> for being honest but we obviously that's not the same here you know I'm sad that we never did a freshman year all-nighter doing homework we were just too good we were really on it and we never had to stay up all night I am so shocked honestly honestly, of how well we did yeah that's kind of a talk for another time but you're right like Margo and I talked about this idea that you know people always say college college is hard it definitely is is, but it's manageable and I feel like that's not something you hear enough I think we going into like the first few months everyone was talking about like being good at time management and how important it was. And I was always just like, I think I've got it. (laughs) I think I'm pretty good with time management. And I think that's such an important skill. People were so right, but they just don't do it. Well, yeah, it it should be a class itself. 
there you go your to... time 101 I'll it's... teach it there, there you go it's really just like how to get your butt off your bed and actually do your work is my problem I guess <laughs> uh, that's a that's a whole another problem yeah I once I get to doing stuff I can't yeah. but it's like getting myself there is my it's problem shocking always. because you're such a non-procrastinator and I that am is, a huge yep. procrastinator it's, it's my problem is if I can get out of bed and get into the right place oh then I'm golden but it, my problem is I sometimes can't get myself to get there. Yeah. But like once I'm in the study space, I can be there for hours and hours mm-hmm. on end. And I think my problem is that you do really well is that you can do things in chunks. And I have to sit down and do it all at once or else I will not do it. I cannot imagine. if When I'm writing a paper, I have to write it all at once because my mind is in this paper's zone. Like, in my head, like, all my classes have different zone, and I have to be in that zone to write that paper. That's so weird, because I am in, like, seven zones at the same time. <laughs> that sounds so stressful. Oh, we talked about it in the way of, like, having tabs open. Oh, like, yeah. You have I a tab- million tabs open. I'm going to check right now, because my computer's in front of me. One, two, three, four, five. I have seven right now. I have three. And I usually have more. One of those tabs has been Ancestry.com, but we can talk about that towards the end of the podcast. (laughs) I guess, yeah, just all this time management stuff and those things go along with this idea of, like, you know, we kind of got off on a little tangent, but, like, moving online and what that looks like for your productivity, like, is just such – it's been – I know for myself, it's just been hard to, like, really make myself do things. Yeah. Has been – I saw a TikTok the other day. And I'm going to mention it because I know Brene loves TikTok, so I know it can go on her <laughs> podcast. But I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was this girl when, you know how they said, like, try to keep your normal schedule? Right. She, she jumps out of bed, like, gets ready, goes on the treadmill to walk to class, and then sits down and does class. And I feel oh that my so hard. <laughs> like, so my, my morning routine is wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, change my clothes. I've been trying to change every day. Yeah, me too. And then if I need to shower, like if it's a hair washing day, like shower and <laughs> like walk to it was nice out today. So I studied outside or like walking to the little office we have <laughs> like running, oh there, <laughs> running back and forth. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like, I wish I was walking to class right now, but I have to be in the office by 11. <laughs> so I run to class. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. The scheduling thing is so hard. And I do know people like friends of ours, not to call them out, but I won't, but like (laughs) friends of ours are people like, I bet there's people out there that are like, you know, sleeping till like two and three, Mm -hmm. like going to bed at 3am, sleeping till 3pm and then like doing their homework at like 930. And you know, whatever works for you, but I feel your normalcy is, I hope that's not their normalcy. (laughs) Could be. I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's been a weird challenge. Yeah. The other thing that I've noticed is you were always there to like encourage me and our friends to encourage me to like do my homework. Like you knew what I had for the week. Like that was just kind of college students on college schedules together mm-hmm. can help encourage each other to get their stuff done. Well, 
my mom's not checking in on my homework or like, and I don't have someone that knows like what classes I'm in or like papers that are due. So like, it's easier to just do things in a different manner. Yeah. That happened to me last night at dinner where I was just talking and I have an exam due by Sunday at midnight. And I was like, I'm going to try to do it tomorrow. And I told my mom that I was going to bed. She was like, well, you're going to wake up groggy. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And her friend was like, she's in college. She can do it all by herself. And I was like, that was the first time she like mentioned anything about my schooling. And it was very weird. I was like, I can, I got it. (laughs) Right. To like be checked in on. Right. Cause we aren't like, you know, I called my mom and, and talked to my parents a lot, like, throughout school, like, being, and we're only both, like, 10, 5, yeah. 10 minutes away from our houses, but, like, I, this idea of, like, I go upstairs to, like, make myself lunch, and my siblings are all, like, doing their stuff, and my mom's there, and, like, it just, that, that in and of itself right. is just weird. Not just going like, to make school a... and home are not separate here. No. So, I've been trying, I don't know if you've been doing this, I have been trying to do my homework in a different area than on my bed I did that at school and it bit me in the butt yeah so I have a table that I'm doing my homework at and then if I'm like reading or like doing fun stuff I've been sitting on my couch and I I'm looking at my bed right now and I want to be in it so bad but I'm making it for only sleep I'm trying to see if I can get that to work interesting I'm in my bed currently (laughs) there you go I've been trying to do my homework outside if it's nice that's a good idea because we again have a daycare so basically the only quiet place in my house is my bedroom so I've been sitting on the floor in my bedroom a lot I really related to um I don't know if you've heard of Jen Hatmaker by the way I love her shout out to her podcast for the love and just her as a person but Jen Hatmaker is wonderful and my mom was showing me um I think she was on Facebook yesterday and it's a video and she's and I, I can't imagine this as a parent, but it's this video of her sitting in her bathtub with a glass of wine on her trash can and her door is locked. Her bath is not on, by the way. It's, she's like a mom. And has like, a, I think in my head, I think she has five kids. I could totally be wrong about, but, and she's like just locked in her bathroom because she's like, there's so many people in my home. Like, I'm just yeah, not used to this. I feel that. And it just cracked me. I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's the best thing I've seen. Yeah, my family went on a drive the other day. So everyone was gone and they wanted me to come. And I was like, nope, this is my time to be alone in this house. And I went upstairs. Right. I sat in the living room. It was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's No funny. one there to talk to me. <laughs> that's funny. Everyone's being yeah. like, take your alone time. I was like, how? Everyone's home. Right. We both have our own rooms, luckily. Yeah. Um, which is helpful, but I've been doing that more when my younger siblings go to sleep and my brother and I will be up walking around for like an hour or something like Mm -hmm. that, but that's been helpful. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to hate my room. Really? (laughs) I'm starting to walk in here and being like, I'm in here all the time. I know. I've tried to like really keep mine clean to see if that'll help. Oh, mine's clean. Like, It's just that I hate it. You have a tendency to, like, if you're with something too much, you hate it. Yeah, it's just really dark. The lighting is really bad in here. Everything's gray. The wall's gray. My bed's gray. And then if it's not gray, it's brown. And it's really upsetting me. And it's dark and gray and sad. Start ordering some stuff off Amazon. Spruce it up in there. You have lights. You should hang them up. 
<gasps> I forgot. You should do that. But when they're we get brown. Off this pod. <laughs> they're brown satellites. I finally I... hung up some pictures though, which is nice. There you go. I'm in a new room in my house. We moved me into a new area um, during spring break. And it has, like, I, I'm in the basement and I have a door that goes to our backyard. So I just thought of this the other day. I opened the door to get sunlight in here. <sighs> and it was the best thing ever. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's our whole about moving <laughs> online and really talking about being home. Besides just, like, school and remote learning and being with family like mentally physically how have you been doing like I guess what has quarantine like been like for you what's been challenging we've kind of touched on it all a little bit like how have you kept your sanity mm-hmm. yeah that whole thing um mentally I think I'm doing really well actually <clears throat> at first I was really nervous I really don't like being alone for too long I like my alone time but I don't like prolonged alone time I'm a very social introvert, I would say. And I was really nervous that I was just going to be like, I'm in a sad, dark room and I'm going to be really sad all the time. Right. But I've been reading a lot. My friend FaceTimes me daily. And overall, really good. I, I've i been reading again and doing book swaps. I did a book swap with Olivia and then my friend Kenzie. And that's been really nice, just filtering through. Um, I have been online shopping, <laughs> which <laughs> could be a bad thing. But I ordered a 10-pack of sunflower seeds, so I think it's a good thing. <laughs> Ooh, is it? So much sodium. It's so bad for me. Um, yeah, mentally, I think I'm doing pretty well. I've, I've definitely hit the, like, how much we need to be grateful for everything. And, like, moving with that, I've been doing a lot of thinking, which is really fun. Um, my brothers and I have been playing Just Dance as our workout. <laughs> they have, like, a 15-minute workout challenge, and we've been trying to do that every day. I really need to start walking. Like, I've gone on a few walks, but, like, I get my leggings on. I'm like, I don't want to have pants on. And then I... <laughs> That's your biggest problem, quarantine, I bet. Um, that's an important note Margo has this thing this was one of her new year's resolutions was (laughs) to not wear pants as much as possible and it was a common theme in our dorm and I'm sorry I'm sharing this on our podcast (laughs) I just can't wait for my mom to listen (laughs) and your mom she'll think it's funny (laughs) that's so funny yeah that's good though it's definitely a thing I struggle with (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. One thing that I just remembered is that I got a new betta fish. My friend was mal- mistreating her fish, so she dropped it off and it died immediately. And now I'm really oh sad about that. And now I have two tanks, and my fish, Susan, is living it up in a bigger tank, but I'm really sad. Oh, wow. She keeps- That's a little bit of a tank to the mental health. Wait, I think she keeps trying to jump out. Oh my gosh, we should tell that. We should tell good roommate stories on another we podcast should. because we should wait to tell that one. Awesome. That sounds great. Um, I guess for myself with quarantine and mental health and all of that, I've tried. I 
I'm not a person who loves to work out, but I've been trying to find ways that I enjoy that. Um, my house is like our backyard backs up to a park um, that has a like big loop that's like a mile. Um, and there's been so many kids out there and families. And that's been really fun to like watch, like see people like actually outside. But I've tried to go on some runs. Um, I've done a little bit of yoga. I'm trying to just like, I have time to move my body. So I'm going to try to every day if I can. Yeah. Definitely taking a couple of days off, but like more than I've done in forever which has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to take time. I've done it different times every day, but I am trying to Bible study and journal. I've read a lot for school and less for pleasure. I'm going to try to do a little bit more of that. Um, I honestly haven't watched any shows, which is weird. The way with, we've watched a lot of movies as a family with just my family structure. Um, when I have free time, I've I've been this way since childhood and being the oldest sibling, like I tend to just do things with my family. Um, If I'm done with my homework, I've cleaned up, I've done some stuff. I've taken some time for myself. I'll automatically go and do stuff with them, um, play games with my siblings, stuff like that. Um, And then with my mom's schedule of, you know, not working like a typical nine to five job and her making her own schedule, she's home a lot more. So we can like do things together as a family, like throughout the day sometimes, Um, so it just has looked a little different in that way, but the biggest challenge for me, I think has been this idea that there's no end to the coronavirus. There's no end to like what's happening in our world right now. Like it would be a lot easier, you know, if everyone was like, okay, in 14 days, this is going to be over, but we have no idea, which has been definitely something I've been struggling with. I I'm definitely a person who struggles with not having control over things. I'm a big scheduler and a planner. So just this idea of it's all up in the air has been really difficult for me, honestly. Um, So I've been trying to just realize that I should be grateful for the time that I have. And I am hoping that I'm using it to the best of my ability. And I'm trying to do some things that I haven't done. I just bought Brene's book, Daring Greatly, Brene Brown's book. Um, I got this book um, by Matthew Vines that I'm really excited to read called um, God in the Gay Christian, which will be really good. Um, I'm reading a book that Margo gave me, just trying to like implement some things that I've thought about doing for a while, like back into my schedule because like I have yeah. the time for it. My mom just texted me and said that we should get some bracelet making <laughs> things on Amazon um, and make bracelets as a family. So just like fun stuff like that. It's been good to be able to do some of those projects definitely I've been feeling really crafty which sparked my yesterday that I for like two and a half hours I just wrote letters to my friends and then went and delivered them they took a really long time the heading I did was a little tedious sometimes and I kept um, yeah you did but then I went and delivered them to like mailboxes or if they came out in social distance from my car but that was just a good little crafty moment I had. I originally sat down to like doodle and then I just started writing people's names down that I needed to write to. That's a big thing that I've been struggling with, I think, with talking to friends specifically is like it doesn't feel as genuine over text and FaceTime as and Definitely. so like sitting down to write a letter felt more genuine and then hand delivering it felt really like good. That's awesome. So that is great. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to, and I guess we also talked about um, talking about how it's going to change like our families and our community and things like that. I think this is definitely going to make us all 
more grateful for the time yeah. that we have and the people that we're with and all of those things too. I think that's been a huge eye opener and something like, you know, letters or I had, we came outside and there was chalk in our driveway, like someone chalked our driveway. Yeah. That was super cool. I know like um, my family walked over to my grandparents and they sat in their screen and porch and we sat like out on their patio, like social distance and like talked to them and just being grateful. Mm-hmm. I hope as a community is something that we change and just really remembering that there's so many more important things than, you know, not to diss it, but sitting down and watching The Bachelor once a week with, like, yeah. by yourself, you know, like, just some of those stereotypical things that we, like, look forward to and are grateful for, like, can go away and just remembering that the connections that you make with people is one of the most rewarding and important things that we have. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I've been yeah, thinking about that, a lot. And I've been thinking a lot about how, how we as a society, at least, like, mainly in the United States, I can speak for a little bit better we're such an individual individual is it oh goodness such an individualistic society and having everyone be quarantined with while knowing like I know if I get sick like it won't affect me as much but I have to protect other people I think just this whole ideal behind the quarantine with people will in turn like make us a more unified community and one that like cares better about the people in our community and that's an something I'm excited for that I hope comes out of that is just building stronger communal ties and I know a lot of people are have been donating and I think it's it's sparked a want of getting involved and getting your hands dirty and like helping more hands-on with donations with um with volunteering I think that might spike once we can get out of here and with people realizing like how important some things are when like like you said like it's not so important that I watch The Bachelor every week it's more important that I am engaging with my community every week definitely Yeah, I think that'll be, I hope that that comes out of that. And I think that's definitely really important. I'm hoping at least that that happens, you know, like it's not something that's guaranteed, but, and it's definitely an American thing in a lot of ways, a Western thing to be um, very like, we're super close in our little communities. And sometimes it's hard for us to like, just look outside of our own world and what's going on. So I think, I hope that it sparks that I hope that it sparks other people to realize that you know for people that don't have daycares in their home or immunocompromised family members what that looks like that you know you're still caring about your grandparents and the people around you and remembering that we're all going through something so much Mm -hmm. bigger than like what other people can see and remembering that obviously this is a time that what you're doing affects everyone else around you and it's so important to remember that and I think remembering that it's not just when we social distance. It's not just when there's a pandemic, like, you know, the words that you say affect and reflect who you are and the other people around you. Like there's so many ways that we're all connected that we often forget about. And I'm hoping that this sense of like community that we've had can be used in a positive way in the future instead of like a fear way, obviously that it is right now, but there's been a lot of glimpses of light and inspiration, I think amongst this. Definitely. And I know even with, We've been talking about how we're filling our time, and this podcast is definitely going to be one of those things that we're going to be filling our time with. 
And we haven't really talked about this, but as much as this whole COVID-19 situation is at the forefront of so many minds, I think something we could agree on is that it's not going to be something we talk about constantly on our podcast because hundred percent that is a whole part of just like bringing calmness to such a scary time yeah I hope that we can use like this is kind of a way to talk about our experience and what we're learning and then I hope we can use this specific episode as a springboard forward of talking about okay now that we've kind of unpacked what we've been doing and what this has been like for us like let's talk about some things that we have time to think about now maybe some just some like concepts and conversations that maybe aren't at the forefront of people's minds but now that you have the downtime being able to you know plug us in while you do your laundry or like while you're walking around your house just any of those types of things I hope that um I hope we can be a source of like inspiration and excitement in those things. And I hope we have more to offer with the reading that we're yeah. doing and the things we're learning. We're also gathering inspiration at the same time and hearing from other people. And I hope that we can use this as kind of a sounding yeah. board for that as well yeah. in the future. If you have any ideas for our podcast going forward, we do have um, our email that you can send it to becomingbrene at gmail.com. Um, we also are going to create an Instagram. We will leave that um, in our description. We haven't 100% done that yet <laughs> while we're recording this podcast, but we plan on doing it in the next couple hours. Um, besides that, we are now on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, we did not know that when we opened our when we opened Anchor, since we've been using Anchor, which has been really awesome. But <laughs> we haven't we... looked at it since we filmed. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say that too. I forgot that we didn't talk about that. We opened to record a podcast today just with everything going on we thought it would be good to start getting back to a schedule we want to give you weekly episodes and continue doing that um (laughs) so sorry about that but we opened it and we had a thousand plays what we were shocked we thank you Brene. we had no idea (laughs) yeah thank you Brene, because your name is in our podcast but also i guess thank you so much guys for listening and tuning in um if you could leave um ratings and reviews on apple podcasts you can subscribe i'm pretty sure on both spotify and apple podcasts um any of those platforms that you're listening to being able to promote us and give us reviews obviously helps us and helps us to be seen if you like the content that we're creating um anything that you want to be able to give us to inspire different episodes in the future would be amazing we really really appreciate all your support um and all the things that you have to give us because we want to tailor this podcast to the people that are listening to it, not just for us. Um, and so we hope that we can do that in the future. Thank you for listening to our second episode of Becoming Brene. We're so excited to be actually yeah. podcasting now. Fully starting now. <laughs> Fully starting. 